You're listening to The Interview. In-depth retailer interviews with inspirational people. Hosted by Ben Bland. Brought to you by The Retail Exchange. In association with Retail Focus magazine and visual thinking. Inspiring retail performance. As global leaders from within the retail industry gather in Madrid for the World Retail Congress, one retail group looking at international expansion is Grupo Cortafil. Its CEO, Jaume Miquel, joins me now to talk about how they do that while also enacting transformation across the group. Jaume, welcome. What's your view on the current state of the Spanish and, I suppose, the wider European retail markets? Okay. My view about retail in general, it's positive. I think uh, the situation in Europe probably is slightly different than the situation in, in the U.S., and, and the situation in Spain, it's even different. I, just to put you an example, I mean, sales surface per capita, U.S. eight times bigger than Spain. Sales surface per capita, uh, five times bigger in U.K. than in Spain. So, I mean, from a, let's say, from a sales capacity and surface capacity, I will say the market is not saturated. And that's an important point. The second point clearly is, I mean, the macro element on the economy. I mean, we have studied with a different crisis that, that, uh, that we had in, in, in the past. I mean, that the biggest correlation factor in between like for like was clearly unemployment. And it was the correlation was unemployment direct impact on, uh, on, on traffic and conversion rates, and then direct uh, impact on on like for like. So considering that that I mean perspectives for unemployment in Spain will be to see substantial decreases at least for the next four years. I mean clearly uh, we believe that perspectives are very positive, as we have seen uh, on the second half of 2016 and and all the 2017. So I will say more and more positive. Than, um, than anything else. Jamma, just tell me what characterizes your approach to the job and your leadership style within the group. I'm not into micromanagement, and I don't think it, micromanagement helps to get the best out of the people. I think my, my job, basically, it's, it's try to really uh, dissect and analyze the key elements that could uh, help to drive the business to the next phase, uh, provide a vision to the team, and coaching and helping the people to achieve their own objectives that should be aligned to, to, uh, to the company. And what changes did you introduce when you took over at the head of uh, Grupo Cortafiel? What, what was the transformation process that you felt was needed? From a strategical point of view, like, I mean, I mean bringing uh, energy back to, to the brands, uh, reinforcing the positioning of the brands in a distinctive manner. So I think that's that's important, especially especially because we are playing on on the high end of the mass market segment, where brands uh, are playing an important role. And how how do you achieve that as that differentiation of your brand and 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 redefining it? Well, I think it's about listening to your customer, the one that you have, and and also the one that you don't have. I think in, in most of the cases, to not say in all the cases, the answer is always in the client or in the store. And if you look at the customer and if you look your store and the stores of the competition with a, a very open eyes, uh, 
I think you get the majority of the answers. Tell me a little bit about the structure of the group and and what you think works well and, and what you think needs to change. Because as I understand it, the group has shared back office functions like finance and human resources, but the the creative side of yeah. each of the brands within the group is is separate. Yeah, I mean, we believe that the, that the brands they have to be strong and and to have their own personality. Uh, at the same time, the the addition of the back office it's something that helps to multiply the synergies. So I think I mean we are normally identifying the the group in two and um, three levers. Three, I mean, one it's brands. And here we have GM of Springfield, GM of Cortefiel, GM of Woman Secret. And those guys, they have below them basically a full committee with, I mean, uh, marketing director, visual, margin, visual merchandising director, um, buying director, design director. So it's like like a company by itself. Okay, Then we have some share services that they are sales-oriented, but they are providing service to all the brands. I mean, we are talking about franchise, which is, I mean, one team for all brands, e-commerce, one team for all brands, and 50 Factory, which is the division that helps for clearance of uh, of second quality product and basically leftovers, uh, which is providing service across all brands. And third level, it's basically pure back office. We are talking about sourcing, logistics, finance, uh, human resources, which is clearly cross brands. And I think by that we are able to combine, I mean, the beautiness of having brands uh, that they are distinctive and with uh, own autonomy. And at the same time, we have the, I mean, the benefits of a strong synergies at group level. I mean, how, how do we see the, I mean, this year we have done a major change in our organization. Uh, and basically, we have incorporated into the management team a new position, which is a, a basically the chief customer officer. And, and this position encapsulates basically everything that relates to the client, uh, meaning all the part of CRM and loyalty. And, and this is not a minor thing. I mean, it, all our brands are operating through loyalty clubs. And I'm talking about 21 million of customers that they are affiliated to to our four brands. So, I mean, this is managed centrally. E-commerce, it's also part of this of this function. The other part, which is basically, I mean, research, which is part of this company, uh, call center, and, and a new department, which is analytics. So we believe that probably from a group point of view, we have a big asset, which is data of the client, and, and the level of, I will say, level of engagement with our brands. And this is one of the areas that we believe could be one of the biggest points of differentiation of our group uh, moving forward. You mentioned about some of the transformation uh, that you've you've introduced at Grupo Cortefiel. What do you think are the difficult decisions that retailers face in order to streamline and boost profits? I think the, the difficult decisions are always related to people. And basically, I think the best way to solve that is really understanding I mean, the part of the benefit of the group versus uh, the individual side and and, and the group, and meaning not the group as the the company itself, the group as as the group of people that it's on the company. I mean, that's the number one thing to protect. Uh, And that's the toughest part. I mean, the toughest part is also about thinking that you need to be able 
to explain the decisions and to explain the decisions in a way that the other side would be able to to understand and and even share so yes i think i think it's 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 two two difficulties i mean one difficulty is everything that is related to to people that stuff and and the second one is everything that is related to mistakes that uh, that or myself or the organization has done in the past which are sometimes difficult to to accept and to be a uh, I mean, putting on light. That's human nature, nothing else. Uh, Africa, on the, on the, I mean, franchise front, it's, uh, it's an area that it's, um, it's emerging in a, in a solid basis, same as, same as India. So I would say we still see many, many different opportunities from a growth perspective. And which of the markets at the moment do you think is the toughest? Toughest, I would say, Middle East somehow was booming in uh, in the last um, years, and um, and nowadays they had some instability that that I'm sure it will be it will be fixed. I would say same as Korea that had some difficulties, but I, I think that there is in those cases I I will say that it's basically punctual. Uh, moving forward, it will become stabilized and and growth. I mean o- overall, I mean. Business-wise, I think we have to get used that instability is the new stability. And from that perspective, I mean, we will see toughness and difficulties in different places. It will be changing, it will be fixed, and it will become business as usual. You mentioned the franchise model a moment ago. What do you think are the, the benefits and what are the challenges of operating on the franchise model? I think the beautiness of the franchise model is that Number one, you can leverage local knowledge that that, that you are not having, and, and that's important. Okay. Uh, the second element is about the speed, and the third level is that you are optimizing your capex. If, if you are keeping on mind those three rules, then the model is fantastic for you and for the partner. The thing is that behind those three rules, there is implications, like for example, the quality of the partner. Or that if you have a partner that has knowledge and financial capacity, then you have to respect the partner. So, so it, it's, it's little implications behind, but the rules are simple and clear. It's a local knowledge, speed, and optimization of capex. With that in mind, do you see the UK as a potential market for the group? I mean, I will never say no to any market. Uh, everything will be a question of time. I would say today, in front of us, probably we have easiest opportunities than the UK. My view of the UK today is probably it's too crowded in terms of competition and too expensive. And I would say we could have a more, let's say, easy um, opportunities to take in front of us than 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 UK market today. Looking ahead to the future for the group. What what's your vision for where you want Grupo Cortefiel to be in in say a year from now and, and five years from now? Yeah, I think Grupo Cortefiel today we are in in eighty markets. We have around uh, two thousand stores. I think we have to be and and but we still have I will say a, a limited level of recognition outside of Spain, um, and and we want to become really a, a top player 
worldwide, playing on the premium segment. Uh, so a way of the fast fashion. I think that's that's important for us. We want to be recognized for basically being pioneer in the part of uh, data optimization and uh, and loyalty, and uh, and we want to be top three player in uh, in the core market and clearly to be one of the top five in, in the key markets that we operate. Just looking ahead to the World Retail Congress, what do you think the, the dominant themes and ideas will revolve around this year? Well, I, I think clearly, I mean, I mean, the motto looks like it's about transformation, innovation, which, which clearly probably, I mean, defines quite well the moment that, that we are in retail. It, it's clearly that digital world has has been disruptive, and and everyone tries to, I mean, define and foresee how will be, the, I mean, the phase of retail in in the next ten or fifty years. And so it will be, I mean, interesting time. The good the good part of that will be that that the one that will win, that's for sure, will be the consumer. Because he will have more accessibility, probably better quality, better pricing, and more capacity to choice, which is uh, which is great. You've had a, a wide-ranging career so far to date. I just wonder what unfulfilled ambitions you have. What do you want your career to? What direction do you want it to go in the future? I would like to to make this group bigger better bigger and better for uh, for satisfaction of the shareholders satisfaction of the employees and satisfaction of the of the of the community and uh, and having a and a bigger and a deeper impact in the internal community uh, employees and on the external community i mean and, and i would like to be able to continue leading a, a company that could become a, an example of of a of the part of excellence and on the part of of integrity, uh, this is basically what uh, what really I I would like to be able to 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 do and be part of. And where do you get your ideas, your inspiration from? Uh, I think client and customers. That's that's number one. Team. This is number two. I mean, this is not about listening; it's about active listening, which is. Which is uh, which is different, and I think active listening to the world and to the team it's important, and and having a certain level of humility it it helps a lot on that. And just out of interest, obviously being the chief executive of a large retail group working across many countries is at times I, I'm sure stressful and a job that bears big responsibility. How do you relax? What What are your passions when you're not in the office? <laughs> when I'm not in the office, uh, does that ever happen? Are you ever not in the office? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not always in the office, which is good. Well, I, I love to spend time with uh, with my family. I have now a, a newborn of uh, four years and a half, which is providing. I would say uh, because I was father first with my my first marriage, and I have a boy of twenty one and a. And, and a girl of uh, of uh, eighteen. So now to have, I mean, a third kid of four and a half 
it's like bringing new energy and Spain has a good thing which we have we have a a good seaside and um, and I like to spend times on on the sea this is a good way to relax and skiing on on winter and and just thinking with a, a view on the wider industry when your youngest child grows up and is a teenager or in their early 20s what do you think the world of retail will look like will it will it resemble what we have now or do you think it will have changed so dramatically i think it will have changed uh, dramatically the rules will be the same because consumer will be anyway remaining the king access will be number one objective and the capacity of of choice, the power of choice that consumer will have, and the visibility of on pricing, promotions, and quality, it will be, I mean, no comparison to the level that we have today. Okay, and and clearly the fusion, the fusion, and in between the digital world and the physical one will be into a level that that today, uh, at least I myself, I'm not able to to visualize. So so clearly, it will be totally different. That's that's for sure. Jamma McQuell, the uh, Chief Executive of Grupo Cortefiel, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to the Retail Exchange podcast. Subscribe online at theretailexchange.co.uk and join the debate on Twitter. Hashtag Retail Exchange. This episode is brought to you by retail transformation agency Visual Thinking in association with Retail Focus magazine. Thanks for listening.